This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Well, Doug Ford, Premier of Ontario, was speaking in Hamilton yesterday, and he acknowledged that people are done with it. Everyone's ready to move on from COVID. You can go to, you can go to Costco, you can go to Walmart, you can go shopping. You know, you don't know if the person has a shot beside you or not, but we also know that it doesn't matter if you have one shot or 10 shots, you can catch COVID. See, the Prime Minister has triple shots, and I, I know hundreds of people with three shots that caught COVID. We just have to be careful. We've got to always make sure we wash our hands and, and move forward. But we got to learn to live with this and get on with our lives. I bet if I asked every single person in this room, do you want these damn masks or do you want them off? They want them off. They want to get back to normal. They want to be able to go for dinner with their families. And there's every single person, including myself, knows people that are unvaccinated. You know, sure, there's there's the rebel rousers, and then there's just hardworking people that just don't believe in it. That's their choice. Bit of a different uh, tone than what we've heard from Ford recently, and kind of refreshing and a little optimistic. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we keep hearing, I don't know, this is good. we got to do what we're, we're told, we got to keep going, blah, blah, blah. But to hear that, you know, there's, there's a chance that we could be moving on. And I've seen in the American media stories about the possibility that we're entering the endemic phase of the pandemic, meaning that things are going to have to move on and we need to be aware that it's out there, but we got to get on with our lives. I'm sure it makes a lot of people feel pretty good. It, it makes a lot of sense. And of course, COVID is still killing people. But I mean, the amount of businesses that were destroyed over this that unnecessarily were closed, there's so many mistakes by the government. It is time to come up with another plan, come up with a compromise, move forward and try to live some sort of normal life, if that's possible now on. Yeah. Here's more of Doug Ford yesterday. Folks, let, let's unite this country. I've never seen this country in this province so divided. You know, it, it has affected friendships, it's affected co-workers, it's affected families. And I can tell you guys, I faced all three of them. And man, it, it's, it's challenging, especially on the, fam- on, on the family side. His do- didn't his daughter go to one of the freedom protests? Did I see a picture of that online? Yeah, yeah, she's been, I mean, she's been very vocal from the beginning. I didn't even know she existed. I had no idea, but like <laughs> she has been very vocal this whole time. <laughs> that would be uh, quite the predicament, almost like a sitcom. Yeah. Where you're the uh, the premier of, of a province, you're imposing all these restrictions, and then you got that daughter who's out there. Sassy baker daughter, <laughs> but at least they <laughs> making still cookies I, and protesting I, against her own daddy. I'm assuming they have a relationship still, but I am saddened to see how many people lost friendships and family members. Like as many people, I saw so many people on Twitter and Facebook on both sides proudly bragging about how they eliminated people from their lives who disagreed with them on how to handle COVID, and COVID will eventually. Be a di- like eventually we will no longer think about it every day. It'll be it, we will move on from COVID, but we are still going to have to look these people in the eyes, our neighbors, our families, like two years from now. And there's a lot of people that are going to have a difficult time looking family members and former friends in the face. Got to find that middle ground. It was a stressful two years. There are people, you know, on on the the far side of the uh, the anti-vax movement, but there's also people who are just over the top. They want everything regulated, everything to be uh, controlled, 
And neither of those are realistic. I, I think just focus on the fact that the majority of people want the same thing, and that's life to get back to normal. We've got a stupid criminal to tell you about here. You have the right to remain stupid! One of the greatest things I've seen in a while, Jim. Okay. What was your Halloween costume again? What show were your character from? Uh, Reno 911. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say Super Troopers. Reno 911. This reminds me of like a scene from Reno 911. There's a woman in Florida. She was at the Orlando airport, wanted to get on the airplane. She rolled up to the gate on a motorized suitcase with a beer in her hand, <laughs> and she was clearly drunk. I've seen these before. These you, suitcases. You know the scooters. You'll see people like in a in a trailer park or a vacation community riding around on motorized uh, um, coolers. Right? Mm-hmm. They got their cooler full of drinks, and they're sitting on the cooler. <laughs> it looks hilarious. Same sort of deal. This is just a suit, like a duffel bag. Tiny little duffel bag with wheels on it. And she is motoring around on this thing. So she pulls <laughs> up to the gate. There's an airport police officer there who tells her she cannot board the plane because she's too hammered. <laughs> this is how she reacts to that. Yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's their policy. You just can't be that intoxicated when you fly in a plane, okay? I'm not that intoxicated. She doesn't think she's intoxicated. <laughs> Gaga says intoxicated. I'm not that intoxicated. <laughs> I'm not that intoxicated. So the woman's name is Chelsea, and the officer is trying to deal with this uh, very calmly. But uh, when she's told she can't board the plane, the woman riding the the motorized suitcase <laughs> she gets frustrated and she takes off. And through the airport, a chase ensues. With her on a suitcase and the police officer riding his bike. <laughs> Zooming past people. And this is all caught on uh, on his his security uh, body cam. Listen to this. Okay, Chelsea. Just just go to the terminal. Oh, man, that thing kind of goes fast. <laughs> I think I'm faster, but... A bike pursuing a suitcase in a minute. It's going to be crazy. Chelsea, I'll race you. I'm on a... Chelsea. Vehicle. Chelsea. Give Look at me. Sober. Chelsea. She's gone. She's done. She spit at me. Stop spitting. Do not spit. I only spit Do, it one time. <laughs> Do not. I only spit one time. So she spit on a, another person in the airport and spit at the officer. So she got her, ended up getting arrested. But it, it is impressive how fast that little suit came. <laughs> <laughs> we just love to see her doing like sweet pit maneuvers, like Italian jobs, doing like reverse 180s, hiding down a little alley. The bike goes by. She goes out the other way. Riding down a staircase on the suitcase. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. She almost made it. <laughs> No word on whether or not she has booked uh, a different flight home. You just can't be that intoxicated when you fly in a plane, okay? I'm not that intoxicated. <laughs> I may have spoken too soon about never posting a Wordle score, Jim. <laughs> I haven't played the game out of principle. Too many people have been annoying me on social media posting about Wordle. So I haven't even even tried it yet. But I promised I'd never post my score publicly. Uh, it could save your life, apparently. Was just sent this story from CBS News by one of our Taz and Jim listeners. Uh, a woman, 80 years old, in Illinois, was asleep in her bed uh, when a naked man uh, 
smashed a window and broke into her house. So this guy's naked. He's covered in blood. He pulls out a sharp pair of scissors and forces the woman to take a bath with him while she was still wearing her nightgown. He then dragged her around the house, threatened her with knives from the kitchen, disconnected all the phones, barricaded her in a windowless basement bathroom, and spent the entire day just walking around the house terrorizing this poor woman. She says, I didn't think I was going to live. I was in shock. I was trying to survive. Do you know how she was rescued? No. Her daughter in Seattle started to worry after her mother didn't send her her daily Wordle score. (laughs) Wow. That is a modern-day equivalent of the newspaper piling up in front of your front door. Can you imagine? It didn't, didn't send the Wordle score every day. Mom sends me her Wordle score. She didn't do it. Something's up. So she started trying to call. No answer. Uh, called the cops and said, can you do a wellness check at my mom's house? Police arrived. Standoff for several hours. SWAT team ended up shooting the man with a stun gun and took him into custody, and the woman was saved thanks to Wordle. Wow, man. Wordle's only been around for four weeks. This lady was so (laughs) consistent with posting her score. Yeah. That it was like a whole lifestyle for her. Holy. I'm sorry. I I doubted you, Wordle. (laughs) Also, always makes me want to get a home inspection and make sure I never have a windowless bathroom basement, by the way. A good lesson learned there, not just for fires. You have a, a, a... Bathroom in your basement? Is there a window in there? Of course. Every bathroom does and should. My I mean, basement bathroom super... doesn't have a window. Hmm. I thought it was part of the... That's why I'm downloading Wordle today. <laughs> That's your only way out. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock, cock. Let's you take a look at sports cock, with our sports guy, peacock, Devin Peacock. Hey, Dev. Peacock, hey, guys. I know you're you're a baseball fan. Is this uh, driving you nuts, the current state of the game? There's a lockout going on right now with Major League Baseball, right? There's a lockout going on. Uh, Today is day 77 of the lockout. This is the longest uh, lockout in Major League uh, Baseball history, randomly. And this is uh, starting to get a little concerning if you are a baseball fan like me. This is the week that players were supposed to report for spring training. If you're a Blue Jays fan, like they signed Kevin Gossman in the offseason. They had a good season last year. You've got Vlad Jr. You've got Bo Bichette. You've got this exciting young team ready to go. And they're on the sidelines. And they could still be adding more players whenever this gets wrapped up. Like this is the team as a Blue Jays fan, you want to cheer for. There's a lot going on in baseball right now. I mean, Shohei Otani uh, was just a monster last year. There's so much to look forward to, and they're bogged down over money. And I don't know where this is going to go, but they're on track to potentially have opening day delayed after having a shortened 2020 season because of COVID and all the issues last year. If you are Major League Baseball, you have to be monumentally stupid to have a self-own and impact a third year in some way when it was completely avoidable. You think baseball's doing this to itself? 
baseball, and it's the players and the owners, mostly the owners on this one. Uh, but it's like the sport itself needs to like sit down, look themselves in the mirror, and ask just what are you doing? Because the sport itself is in a pretty good position money wise. I mean, they got to figure out some things in terms of uh, pace of play and, and whatnot. That can be figured out without having to lock out or go on strike. The money side of things are going very well. So split the pie up and get back on the field because to sit out is just stupid. Yeah, baseball's had lockouts where they have lost tons of fans because of them in the past. So it makes sense they'd want to figure this out sooner than later. It's easy to forget there's a lockout going on when the season's not happening, but clock's ticking. Yeah, I mean, you're already boring compared to the NBA and the <laughs> NFL. Like, the, you know, you've got the, the NHL itself being a joke with the Arizona Coyotes and everything. It's already down in the United States. Like, do you want to lose more ground or not? Like, get on the field, get your, you know, your S together, and let's get on with this stuff. Ka-ka! Is it time that the Olympics just let all their athletes do steroids? <laughs> Just the Olympics? All sports or just the Olympics? The Olympics. Well, the topic's hot because of this Russian figure skater, 15-year-old figure skater who tested positive, used the excuse that she accidentally took some of her grandfather's heart medication or something like that. <laughs> they, he gave her a smooch and somehow the chemicals went over. I don't know. He left his pills out and she's like, oh, yeah, these must be my pills. Something ridiculous. It's, it's almost as silly as when Bob Baffert said the, the winning horse in the Kentucky Derby test po- tested positive for steroids because someone peed on the hay who had had some cough medicine. <laughs> yeah, something. Some kind of condition, yeah, had yeah. some steroid antibio- antibiotics. Oh, I think that's what the, the this Russian figure skater should have said. Somebody uh, must have peed <laughs> on my oatmeal and they must have had cough medicine the night before. <laughs> It's crazy. She's 15 years old. Like, uh, maybe that is what happened. I highly doubt it knowing the history of Russia. But if she's on steroids at 15 years old, it's tough to blame her. There's there's people manipulating her. If she's that young, well, she is that young. And there's got to be people manipulating her. And if you've watched any of the documentaries about the the doping program in Russia, it's very elaborate. And you're either on the boat or you're off. Yeah. Nine percent of North Americans think the Olympics should just allow performance enhancing drugs at this point. But no, come on. Another De- another twelve percent on the fence. Eighty percent say definitely not. Get definitely get rid of the marijuana part because that Shakari Richardson who was running I, I don't know if this summer Olympics I think it must have been two years ago now she was banned. Uh, for having weed in her system, yet this person with steroids in their system, okay, we'll turn a blind eye and let her perform in the Olympics. There is a weird double standard going on. You think they should modify some of the doping rules, but steroids are still off the table. Steroids still have to be like off Ross the table. Like Ross Rabagliotti, a snowboarder should be able to have marijuana in his system. In fact, you should be disqualified if you don't have <laughs> marijuana in your system. End of an era. Went down to Tim Horton's gym. Yeah. And I bought myself a coffee. I'm going to hold it up here to the screen so you can see it. You notice anything different about that Tim Horton's coffee? White lid? White lid. My entire life, 40 plus years, 
The lids at Tim Hortons on the coffee cups have always been brown. Yeah. White lids. I asked the ladies, is this a temporary thing? Is this some sort of promotion? (laughs) The white lid. Did I win something because I found the white lid? Do I get a tour of the Tim Hortons factory (laughs) or something? They said, no, they they think it's a permanent thing, that the lids are now going to be white. I'm sorry, I'm confused. Is there vanilla in that drink? No. Let me, just let me make sure the coffee's still the same color. Yeah, coffee's still brown. It's not a cup of milk? <laughs> but the <laughs> lid is white now. It's like Starbucks. Same lid, like with the indented uh, maple leaf, exact same design of the lid, but the color has changed. Huh. It just seems it seems wrong right now, but maybe I'll get used to it. Yeah, I guess, you know, so it is weird when, when, a, when a brand makes a change and you're like, I'll never get used to that. And then five years go by and it's like, you, you never remembered they were brown in the first place. But I don't get it because Tim Hortons, you know, it's been doing okay. So the, the, the stock prices or whatever have been up and down. It's had a little financial. Why do they keep spending money on new lids? Like it wasn't Maybe that these the lids are cheaper. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe less likely to spill on yourself too. Because sometimes the coffee will blend into the brown lid. You won't see that yes. there's a puddle on top of it. Yeah, if it gets all kind of like this little maple leaf-shaped reservoir in the top of the lid can fill up. Mm -hmm. And because the coffee's the same color, you go to sip and it's running down your chin. (laughs) Not going to happen with this old white lid here. Like you said, there's got to be a reason. You're on with Taz and Jim. Recycling is the reason. It's a recycling decision. I'm pretty sure they can't distinguish brown on the conveyor belt. So the brown lids aren't getting recycled. The white lids will. Ding, ding. Yeah, look at this. I just pulled up the Tim Hortons website. Select Tim Hortons restaurants now receiving new white hot beverage lids to provide to guests. By changing the color of lids from brown to white, Tim Hortons aims to increase the potential value of these materials to recyclers in the post-consumer market. Hmm. Makes sense. I got to be honest, though. I never separate my lid from the cup when I throw it out. Mm-hmm. You're one of those, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize to Mother Earth. I also usually have uh, the cup completely full of garbage from my car. Sure. Granola bar wrappers. (laughs) With the lid on top of it, you know, ready to burst off. Uh, They're doing a a fiber lid as well. They're doing trials of a hot beverage, uh, no plastic fiber lid. Oh, to help with your BMs after your coffee. Yeah, you just take a bite out of that. <laughs> Your daily dose of fiber. <laughs> it comes in three flavors: Boston cream. <laughs> be amazing. <laughs> and then I ate the bowl. Commercial chocolate, chili. Yeah, chocolate uh, glazed and Justin Bieber are the three <laughs> flavors of lids. <laughs> You'll be on <laughs> the new fiber lids. Uh, yeah, you see, you're gonna notice uh, your your white lids at Timmy's, and you'll know why now, courtesy of Taz and Jim. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.